This time on TNT. It's a new call-in show. You can't change that. We're excited about the playoffs, bud. And introducing Crazy Rex. That's all coming up right now on TNT. Everybody, this is Chuck Dennison, and it's You Can't Change That, the show where you call me up and you tell me you can't change that. We've got Greg on the line. Hey, Greg from, uh, oh, Greg from Antigonish. Greg, how are you? Chuck, what's going on, buddy? It's going great. Uh, how are you? What, what, what's, uh, Not what, too baggy, bud. What? What uh, what in your life do you figure that uh, you can't change that? Well, I want to tell you something. There's a uh, Esso down the way, right? Oh yeah, they got one of them liquor stores in there, like not the big one, but they have just what you need. Take the edge off on a Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I've been going there since I was a kid. I remember I used to get a quarter, go down and get one of the bag of chips and the tin foil bags. Oh, I remember the tin foil bags. Yeah, they were, it seemed like the, there was more flavor in those tin foil well, bags. Well, that's don't get me started on that. But I used to go down. I had a quarter, get some chips and a, a Mister Freezy and a, a Gatorade and Gator gum and all that, and still yeah. have enough left home to drive home, right? Sure. Couple so the SO, maybe maybe a Mad Magazine. Get a Mad Magazine. Get the fold in on the back, and I'd go with twenty five cents, and I'd come back with enough for a down payment on a piece of land. Can't do that today. <laughs> that's. Exactly, Greg. Anyways, Chuck, so I go down there the other day, and they have, uh, you know, the place is falling apart a little bit. I'm getting old myself, so the Esso's old enough, but they're changing it. And they're uh, they're painting the door red. It's always been blue my whole life. All right. Well, so when I tell people, like, they say, is there a gas station around? I say, you go down here, and there's a place on the right with a blue door. Now it's going to be red. You can't change that. That's right. You can't change that. Thanks for... Uh- No, you know what I mean? Thanks, thanks for, uh... No, uh, hold on, we, 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 uh, we're gonna go to another caller. Thanks there. Great. Yeah, th- thank you, Chuck. Yeah, because you can't... Have a, you have can't, a good one, bud. All right, you, you have a great one, too, because you, you know you what? You can't change that. You can't change that. You cannot change that. So, we have another caller here. Uh, uh, actually, here's a caller from Moncton. Uh, <coughs> uh, uh, Charlie? Charlie, are you there? <coughs> Yeah, Charlie. Yeah, that's a Charlie out. That's Charlie in Moncton. This is Charlie here, Charlie Dennison. On you can't change that. Can you tell me something about your life or what you're seeing that you well, can't change? The funny change thing that? is, uh, you're Chuck. I'm Charlie. We have the same name. It's Charles, but they call me J- Charlie for uh, short. It's actually longers. Really? Uh, Charlie is longer than Charles. It two syllable. Okay. Well, that's right. Actually. But Chuck isn't even short when you think about it, because that, uh, Charles and Chuck both one syllables. That's but Charlie bonds two syllables. So, so can you tell me in, in your life what is it that uh, you you can't change that? But they have the movies night, you know, at uh, Cineplex. Yeah. You go see movies there. You get popcorn. Yeah. You get the glasses of pop. Great time. Uh, they have the nerd. Yep, they have nerds. And they have the juju. Mm-hmm. Do you get the gummies, bear? Yeah, I like the I like to get the nibs myself. Big fan of the nibs. They have the nib. They have the Mike's and Ike uh, that you can get with it. Yeah, they do have a- that. Anyway, for a long time, I go see a movie on uh, the Jeep's Night at uh, Tuesday. Yeah. They have the discount in a, a movie night. I uh, plan my schedule at work for a Tuesday half. But they uh, they move the cheap movie night to Monday. I ask my boss, can I have it off? He said, no, you Tuesday, your day off. Oh, You can't change that. That's true. You can't change that. I mean, that that's uh, Tuesday is always when you go to the movies and it's cheap. I mean, come you on. You can't change that. You can't change that. Thanks a lot for calling. No, no, you can't change that. Thanks for calling, Ch- uh, Chuck. Thank you, Chuck. 
Oh, thanks, Charlie. Thanks for calling. And enjoy you your night. You can't change that. No, you can't. You cannot change that. We're going to go to another caller here. That's unbelievable. I mean, you really you you, you can't change that, everybody. We ha we have another call here. Uh, uh, Aiden in uh, Aiden in Halifax. Aiden, you're on the air. Hello, it's actually Adeen. Oh, sorry, Adeen. Adeen, uh, can you give us uh, your uh, topic of, of you can't change that? I mean, uh, we've had some great ones tonight. We've had uh, Tuesdays at the movies. The guy's dealing with that going to Monday. Uh, uh, we, it's just been a, a, a truly uh, can't change that situation here. Well, funny enough, you tried to change my name, and you oh, can't change that. That's true. <laughs> but I'm it sorry. actually is that is not even why I was calling. Okay. Um, so I, I, um, I, I don't want to, to give a, away this person's name, but I, I have, a, my, my mom. Okay. We have, um, you know, every year for, uh, Easter, uh, we rotate, we go to her house, we, uh, then we go to my house, then we go to my sister's house, and it's kind of a schedule. Mm hmm And so I, uh, I asked my mom if she was okay with going to, to my sister's for this Easter, and she said yes. Uh, because it was my sister's year for Easter. Yeah. And then uh, she called me back the next day and said, you know, I've, I've changed my mind. Ooh. And you, you can't change that. No, you can't change that. I mean, that's... You can't just change your mind. No. Who, who does that? I know you... she's my mother, and she's probably listening right I now, mean... but you... You can't change that. I mean, I'm sure you're, you've been planning for months. And uh, I mean, how do you just, um, your schedules are probably jammed up at this point. I mean, this is a big day of the week to take, to just, to, you, you, you can't change that. But it's, wait, there's more. Oh. She called me back the next day and said, you know what, on second thought, which was actually third thought, I've changed my mind back again. And I agree, oh. I'm fine with it. It's, it, it's it, literally the biggest miracle to ever happen on Easter. Wow. Thanks a lot for calling. Yeah. So the question is, if she changed that twice, does that cancel itself out and she didn't change anything in the end? But I still, guess. You can't, yeah. you can't change that. No, Your you, mind, you can't change that. No, you can't change that in, in the first place. And you can't change that in the latter. So, I mean, actually, the fact that you did, uh, in a sense... Not by not changing at all. It, it it happened to work out in your favor. It's fantastic. But do you know what? I on second thought, I I shouldn't have called. I, I changed my mind. I, okay. sh I shouldn't have called. Well, you know what? I'm sorry, what? but you can't change that. I didn't. Oh my gosh! Well, I, of course. Can you believe? I, okay, I feel silly now. Because I, I no, I I did you change can't. it. It's true. As soon as you said it. And that's how oh. it is. So you, you imagine know what? my chagrin. You can't change that. So boy, is my calling, face red, though. Chuck. No, thank you for answering. Th thank you for you. Have a great night there in Halifax because I know it's a good time oh downtown gosh. every time. And mom, if you're listening, you you, you can change your. It's fi look. It's, I just proved it's fine. Okay. What a wonderful night! I think uh, it's my time. Uh, we're going into the evening with Crazy Rex. And the oldies goldies. Hey, sorry to uh, to barge in, Chuck. Oh, it's yeah. me, your boss, uh, Lawrence. Yeah. Um, I know you're I know you're live on the air, but I I figured you'd owed an uh, were owed an explanation, and the people listening were too. Um, we're gonna we're gonna change you out, and Crazy Rex is actually gonna host. You can't change that to, from now on. But uh, come on, you you can't change that. Oh yeah, we can. It's uh, in your contract. Oh. The ratings aren't there, and um, we're going to give you the, the 2 to 6 a.m. shift. Oh, my That's, God. Uh, there's a big opportunity there to get a, get a brand new audience that we're not getting, and we think you're the guy. Well, I think this song, really, the biggest thing is my manager, but I think I need to change that if I'm um, doing... Actually, C Crazy Rex is coming in uh, right now, hey, so it, it's effective immediately. On, guys? Hey, <laughs> It happened in real time. It happened in real time. I kind of want to hear Crazy Rex's show, too. <laughs> yeah, if Crazy that's what he's Rex. Like, if that's what he's like off the mic. <laughs> hey, guys. Sorry about the job, bro. 
I like Crazy Rex isn't even trying with his handle. Crazy Rex. Crazy Rex. And it's spelt like W-R-E-C-K-S. Crazy Rex. He uses that like that that uh frog that had the 90s song the crazy frog thing like with axel f it's a crazy frog frog that's that's he's still that's how far back he is with his he's got that frog thing as his logo we should start the second seggy with crazy rex I saw um, I saw a clip this morning of John Mellencamp schooling his audience. It's actually pretty funny because I've always heard he's uh, not the nicest dude. Yeah, I like kind of cranky. Like, yeah, but I, but I mean, he's maybe he's turn, like turned a new leaf. <laughs> well, I guess the audience tried to go to the chorus after the first verse of Jack and Diane. Yeah, yeah. And he did one of those like, no, hey, wait, stop, <laughs> no, stop. Really? <laughs> Songs have two things, a verse and a chorus, and sometimes they have a bridge. But your job is to, 25-year-old John Mellencamp took the time to write this second verse, as garbage as it is, and I'm going to sing it right now, and you're going to sing it with me, and then we'll go to the chorus. It was like kind of being scolded by your cranky uncle, but sort of uh, endearing. Yeah. Like, he seemed like kind of a, kind of a bud. Well, it's uh, if if you think about that song, uh, the the chorus is a big payoff, right? So he, it's so, like sometimes if a chorus is so big and such a closing thing, like with the just exclamation of the the feeling and everything, then that chorus is that. It's really. It, st- tells the story, right? So then the audience really wanted to get there. <laughs> yeah. So generally, if it's a really strong chorus, you're good. You can actually get away with two verses, like just the f- false like start and just make go the back. people wait for it. Yeah, I heard a song yesterday. Uh, was it a Bieber song that starts with the chorus? Yeah, that's such a bold move. But if the chorus is that banging, is that when you would do it? Yeah, I think it's when it's like, or if the chorus is so good in the verse. Um. Just doesn't hold it in terms of if it, it depends. Sometimes the co- if the chorus is great and the verse just doesn't sound good as good when you, you start because you can always start the song with the verse and go into it. And obviously, it's just a better start. Sometimes you you gotta start. It's like the difference between if you're a live band and playing a song that's moody and chill to start or banging to start. Like kind of, Both kind of work depending on what you're going for. And that's it. It's kind of a taste thing. But sometimes the chorus is so undeniable you want to ha- have it happen more than just two times or three times. If you bang it off the front, you can maybe get away with four. <laughs> it's like eating your dessert before dinner. Yeah. And like, you, I guess the argument against starting with a super banger in a set list is that there could be an energy lull, too. Yeah. If you yeah. start at 60, then it's just a slow plummeting back down to zero. Yeah. It's like that uh, that classic Genesis jam, that uh, follow you, follow me. That's one of those ones where they, they hint at the, you think it's going to the chorus. No, it goes back because they know that chorus is so banging that they just hint at it. What do you mean? They suggest it's going to happen, then do a second verse? Well, yeah. Here, let me show you. It's like a little hint through. Follow you and uh, follow me just a thing at right, night and, uh, They also don't pay off any of the sentences in the chorus, do they? <laughs> What's that song called? Is it one of those like different names? It must be Follow You. Follow me with Anyway, I'm going to have to find it through Genesis. Follow you, follow me. <laughs> and the chorus lyrics are, I will follow you, will you follow me, all the days and nights that we know will be. I will stay with you, will you stay with me, just one single tear in each <sighs> passing year. Oh, Phil. Okay, <laughs> yeah. 
Do you have it there? I got it. <laughs> it's a big slick rick on the guitar riff. It's Edge Styles, isn't it? Slick Mike. Wait, is it a jam? <laughs> is it a is it what do you mean like in general? Yeah. yeah oh fuck yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great drum track too. Phil's just laying it down like halftime. <laughs> See? Back to the verse again. Oh wow. <laughs> it's like we get we're gonna. <laughs> That's a tease. You know, like full double verse off the top. Because they know once they start the chorus. <laughs> there it is. There you go. Yeah. Right? It's good. But uh, if you're the A&R minute, guy good. listening to that song, first I mean, couple it, verses, you're like, I don't know, man. It's kind of <laughs> meandering and sluggish. Yeah, because. And it's, then kapow. Well, because it starts out with that riff so mellow. But yeah, again, the same like the rounding it back to John Cougar Mellencamp. You know, sometimes you go around the verse again. It's actually a great game. Name an artist, and you have to say the best first song at their concert. Oh, that's a good game. So if you're ACDC, what is the best first song? Yeah. Like, don't you want to hear You Shook Me All Night Long? Like, you've been standing in the hot sun, you've had a couple drinks, you've had some water, you're trying to stay lit, you're trying to stay (laughs) together, waiting all afternoon. Don't you want to hear the opening strains of You Shook Me All Night Long? Well, I mean, that's going to work anytime. I think they could maybe go with a more of a banger. Like, uh... Like, well, I, I... See, I would go, like, with the hipster picks... Which probably are more of the Bon Scott jams. Like what? I don't know, like uh, Livewire or TNT. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those are true. Those, yeah, yeah. You know, like those are some pretty, pretty rocking jams, right? <laughs> if I was uh, going to see Def Leppard, I would want them to start with Rocket. Def Leppard? Yeah. You would go Rocket? I'd go Rocket. That's like, um, uh, yeah, I think I'd probably go photograph. if they. <laughs> and I'm not even a huge Def Leppard guy. You're not? Not really, not, no. Um, I but was watching a video of the both. opening of Taylor Swift's concert, and it has a lot of film and stuff. And then the it, it's like a, um, kind of all tease and no tickle, because there isn't any boom start to the thing. And the Taylor Swift? Yeah, kind of dovetailed from film land into strings, into <laughs> models walking, but there's <laughs> no kapow. What's up with con- live concert tickets taking such a huge leap to, like, madness prices, man? Like, I don't even know. Like, what's going on? Like, it just seemed to happen kind of overnight. First, it was like, man, these tickets are crazy. Freaking $200 each. Now it's like... Twelve hundred bucks of a ticket for nosebleeds. Like I don't know what the hell's going on. Like I know we- Annalise was like, "Hey, let's. I want to go to Queen." And I look it up, and it's like for good seats, it's like three grand each. Queen, yeah. The Adam Lambert with the. Oh really? Yeah, Brian May and Roger Taylor. I'm not sure if John Deacon. John Deacon. I don't know. Well, Adam could sing those songs. I don't know who's who, who's there, but it's Queen, and uh, literally, it's it's uh, like the ticket prices are extraordinary. I remember, like Elton John, it was like six thousand dollars a ticket. Plus, Carol and I saw Elton John probably ten years ago, and he can't hit the high notes anymore. Um, and he was doing a lot of like. Uh, uh, instrumental pieces that he'd written that he was really proud of, but people were like, can you play Benny and the Jets, please? We didn't pay four grand to hear uh, on Dante Allegro. (laughs) By the way, it wasn't four grand. It was probably 110 bucks each. 
back in the proverbial day. But I I gave uh, the girls tickets to Ed Sheeran yeah. for um, Christmas mm-hmm. in Toronto. And uh, we all like Ed Sheeran. Like, I was trying to figure out what is a show that we could all sit through. Like, Suge loves the... Lizzo and um, <laughs> like like that kind of stuff, and I, I'd be cool for a couple of songs. She's a great performer, but I probably wouldn't choose to spend a couple hours. Yeah. So finding a, a concert that we would all like, yeah, it was you know, um, Ed Sheeran felt like a good one. And then suddenly we're trying to figure out what else is out there, and should we blow their mind with a Taylor Swift type experience? Oh but my God! Yeah, then you can't even get tickets for that. Yeah. There's and, apparently and, something happening this summer, right? Like a. Yeah, she's show. doing three nights at Gillette in Boston. And no, in Toronto, like, I'm saying. What, with Taylor Swift? Yeah, there's like a play, there's a something going to be announced in the city, like a massive show, and everybody's just like sitting, waiting to try and line up or go somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah, right, just to get tickets. I and, can't yeah, think I can't, of I, I can't imagine anything how... I would want to spend. Like, yeah. like, no one has that kind of... It's, it's like it's like. Did you look at prices in Boston? Yeah, yeah, it's insane. It, it, like fifteen hundred bucks for uh, the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's US, US, and that's six yeah. grand. It's like ten ten grand for tickets, and no. then you have to get there, and then you have to stay overnight. Like no one has that kind of money. <sighs> no, unless it's like corporations or I don't know. A lot of dough. That's a that's a one percent joint right there. Yeah. And we, it would be like a, a night to remember. We we've been really lucky that I've been working in LA a couple of times when they've had this uh we will survive breast cancer benefit at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. So um tickets are reasonable, it goes to a good cause, and it's uh all the kind of bigger pop acts come out and do three or four songs. Cool. So we've seen a lot of people that way. That's been really fun um but man who can afford that especially if you're trying to travel to get there no it's unbelievable i don't i, yeah. I don't know how people do it but like i said it's uh it's it's uh th- the certain experiences are starting to become out of reach for a lot of people just like i know just like you know housing and a lot of other things it's it's uh, unfortunate I know, and those like the the needs are so taxing for most people at this particular moment that the wants are like firmly in must be nice categories. But we all want to give our kids nice childhood memories. Like that's a really fun idea. Going to a concert as a family or something. I know. It's like you got. You have to sell your Kia Rondo. Oh, you got to take out a big lien on the house so you can go see it. Okay. Yeah, stupid. What's your uh, go-to for Tina Turner first song live? Like, what has you on the seat? The one that popped into my head was simply the best. Simply the best, really? Yeah. Like it has that slow sort of doom da da doom da 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 You'd like to hear that before the curtain drops, right? No, that oh for sure. How about you? What would you want to hear? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say uh, this. <laughs> oh man, I was just thinking that should be her encore song. <laughs> you think? Yeah, kids' choir comes out. All of it. We don't need another hero, right? <laughs> like if you hear those pipe, pipe big keyboards, dun, 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 dun. you know it's on. Look. She comes out in like night costume <laughs> because style. I can see her just kind of walking around, chill. It starts off so mellow, but it's such a banger. And you know, again, this is another one. Look, they go back to the verse twice because <laughs> they it's know. So good though. They know. They know the chorus is too banging to resist. And they know. It's, the chorus is so much massive, more big than the verse. Here we go. Is it right here, or do they tease us with a little bridge? Oh, yeah. they, they still... We'll ever go the, pre-chorus is like a, the pre-chorus is like a half verse. Right? Here it comes. 
Or a full and burst. And it explodes <laughs> with a lighting cue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the I remember someone. Oh, it was Harry Doop. Um, Harry Doop is a Canadian comic and um, award show writer and quick with a joke and knows uh, lots of folks. And um, he always said the one thing that's so great about the hip is that every song. You can picture the lighting cue and people popping off when the chorus comes in so hard, right? Yeah, for sure. You know, the other one would be banging, would be this one for Tina Turner. (laughs) Private Dancer? Yeah. (laughs) It's so slow. But it's the same. It, but I think it's just because remember my dad used to sing sing it all uh, with the li- private dancer, diamond dance. <laughs> not even close. Not even close. Um, okay, Amanda Marshall's going on tour for the first time this summer after decades. What is her best first song? Who? Amanda Marshall. Uh, it's gotta be. Well, you Birmingham, don't go... bud. There's only one answer to this question. Well, no. <laughs> Can you tee up Birmingham for me? I was gonna say. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. That's what the. Isn't that? Uh, is that Gary Bright on the piano there, rocking it? Of the Bright what? Brothers. Is it? I think it is. Yeah, just crushing it with the the double strokes. I've been in um, a serious Amanda Marshall wormhole for the last few days. You have? But really, there's Birmingham. Dark Horse is a jam. Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking more like. <laughs> All of a sudden. is riding on a dark horse. Be back. I, well, because I was, uh, that was... We were at Columbia when that record was on Columbia, and it was like that and Celine Dion. And I guess Clumsy was around the same time. Those were the big bangers of uh, for Sony. Well, remember Elton John said on the Rosie O'Donnell show, she asked who she was listening to, and, she, and Elton John said this, uh, Amanda Marshall. And that was a huge coup for her. If you hear that oh, on the Amanda Marshall girls. show, you're pretty fired up. <laughs> yeah, sure. Curtains dropping. Just got the feel of double strokes. Like, ooh, it's funky. But yeah, I you believe... see them, some flashlights escorting her up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> the flashlights. The flashlights are like the classic. Uh... <laughs> you know, it's on, right? When you see the watch, flashlights. wash your feet. Yeah. <laughs> Look, flashlights. It must be starting soon. There's flashlights. Like, who's the who gets who gets people more the most horny for the flashlights? I'm gonna say like Bono when they see the flashlights or Bono, people start losing their shit. Right? What is like, what, what is the best U2 song to like, open with? I don't know. Streets have no name or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. That slow just, build. It's seven minutes till you see the flashlights. Yeah. Did you see them? Because he's not there. You know he's not there at the beginning, right? You, yeah, you hear a helicopter landing. <laughs> he's you like, did not uh, hear like a F one fighter go by, and then all of a sudden parachuting down with the lights. He's landing in the parking lot. He's on one of those like fly suits with the wings. <laughs> but it's like totally a stunt double until it flies like into this big hut on stage. And then he's in a golf cart getting driven to the flashlight. <laughs> golf cart rounds the corner on two wheels and he hops out, light jog up the uh, stairs with the flashlight. <laughs> he's got a suit, like a suit on that has like robotic legs so he can all run all fast, but he's not doing anything. <laughs> He's, he's, he's not, got a Pistorius. <laughs> no, a totally robotic bottom half of his body that just rips for him. Hey, you know how he runs super far and all fast <laughs> in the stadium? Where does he put his in-ears in? 
in the fighter jet? <laughs> or do you think he had them installed? Yeah, they're like it's they're like just Tony, in his body. Tony Stark helmet that just goes around his ears. <laughs> I mean, the opening strains of The Streets Have No Name is so long. It does give him time to, like, leave the hotel. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in, like, the cars. And he's driving down while Edge is He has on time stage. to boil a kettle and make some tea with lemon in the car on the way over there. How long has Edge been on, yeah? Uh, four minutes already. Perfect. <laughs> How much do they resent he's, him? He's like, he's like, I want to run after they're all sweaty and open work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're tired by the time he gets there. With his robot legs. And his silk robe on. <laughs> Let's take a break, bud, and uh, Crazy Rex <laughs> is on the other <laughs> side. Okay. Hey, it's Crazy Rex here. Woo! And it's time for the Golden Oldies Evening Show, and I'm Crazy Rex. Wow! It's crazy, isn't it? Let's go way back to 1950-something, and it's a wipeout! Woo! This is great stuff. Woo! Wow! Okay, that's Crazy Rex here. Oh, just had my ninth coffee of the night. We're going to do a little calling. We want to know about famous people from the 50s that you met. I, myself, was lucky enough to meet Paul Anka one time. He didn't say anything nice to me. He was a little mean to me, to be honest. He swear on me a couple times. He told me to take, take, my, take my shirt off. Anyway, we got uh, Jason on line here from... Uh, from Truro, actually. Yeah, Jason, you're on the line. Hey, Rex, how are you, bud? Woo! That's how I'm doing. I do uh, have Rex. to say I, I listen uh, listen to you all the time, and the wife and I get quite a kick out of the energy that you have. I don't know where it comes from, bud, but uh, you uh, sure know how to uh, get things going. I just listen to my 50s music all day. In, kind, in fact, it's kind of a funny story, but uh, my wife and I have a uh, hall pass. And uh, oh, yeah. anyway, it's kind of funny. Mine is Carol Baker, the country singer. Oh, and, Carol uh, her, Baker. Hers is. Woo. Wait for it. Hers is. Hers is you. Whoa, what? Yeah. Come on. Funny story. Yeah, it is. No, for real. She see me in my rockabilly tee? Yeah, she loves all that stuff, man. And she likes, uh, you know, <laughs> all the old, old Mustangs and, like, malt shops and all that. She loves all that. Wow. Well, you say hello to your pretty little wife there for me. Why don't you? Well, careful. I, I, I don't want to say too much because next thing I know, she'll be packing her bag. <laughs> well, tell her to call in on her own sometime. <laughs> oh, don't, don't say that or next thing you know, she'll be calling on on her own sometime. Well, thanks for calling then, No, no, Jason. I didn't even get to my story. That wasn't my story. Oh. Okay, well, we got to get to another song here before well, we go. But anyways, I heard you play Wipeout. It's by the Surfaris, right? That's right, but we're going to play Bob another Berryhill one here. Bob Berryhill was one we're of the play... members of the Surfaris. Well, Bob, hold on. Bob Berryhill and my cousin went to camp with Bob Berryhill's cousin. Anyways, they had a 57 Chevy. And uh, I almost was supposed to see it one time, but I, uh, anyway, they canceled the last minute. I guess the uh, spark plugs went in it. So you missed out on that there. Yeah. Did but, you? Uh, close call there with uh, fame, yeah. Well, okay, that's, uh, we got another song coming in here. It's called hey, Bird anyways, Dogs. Thanks. Bird Dog, thanks for calling in, Jason. Yeah. Yeah, you can hang up now, Jason. Right on, yeah. I'm trying to, the wife won't let me. Hey, Jessup, can you hang up on the caller here? We gotta move on. Yeah. We're gonna go across the board here. We're gonna go into uh, national lines, the, the national phone lines. We have uh, Aurelia, Ontario. It's uh, Ben in Aurelia. Are you there, Ben? Crazy Rex? Woo! Yeah, I sure am. Yeah, I sure am. That's, that's the Everly Brothers, is it? This is the Everly Brothers right here, yeah. So a bit of a funny story, the Rex. They're, they're crazy. Yeah, a bit, bit a of a funny story in uh, high school. Perhaps, did you meet somebody from the, the Everly Brothers? Well, close. It's a, kind of a funny story. You'll hear uh, 
in high school, I was uh, I went to high school just outside of Aurelia. Oh yeah. And uh, went to a high school outside of Aurelia, and uh, in um, in Aurelia at the high school there, there was a cover act called the Neverly Brothers. Oh. And in what those I... days, we used to uh, get our allowance. You know, we'd stick out a thumb. You could stick out a thumb in those days and get into town, no problem. Can we want to come along, pick you up? Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So on a Saturday night, we'd go into town and try to get in to see the Neverly Brothers. And uh, one this one night, kind of a funny story, we got to town and uh, hitchhiked no problem and grabbed a milkshake with our allowance and we went down to see the Neverly Brothers. And uh, it was sold out. We didn't get in. That's crazy! So we went all the way home. Yeah. That's awesome. That story. That's great. Yeah. Thanks crazy. for calling in. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks uh, for doing this show. It's uh, really nice to... Somehow scratch the far recesses of my mind, you know? The oh, yeah. rearview mirror. Well, I'm hearing from you. We're going to get on the phone again now. We're going to, going to uh, West Coast. We're going. We're going to go with another song first. Uh, we're going to listen to uh, I've Got a Woman by Ray Charles. Well, we're going to go to. We're going to BC. To we have a caller in Burnaby. Hello? Hello, is this uh, hello? is this is this Linda? It is Linda, yeah. Well, hello, hello Linda. This is Crazy Rex. Oh, Thanks Crazy for Rex! In. I look forward to your show every week. I sh- I sure do. It just uh, lights me up inside in places I'd long ago forgotten I even had. To be honest with you. Fantastic. Maybe you have a story to share of some of that you met in the fifties. Oh, I w- I wouldn't mind uh, cutting a rug with you, but I couldn't oh. I couldn't promise I wouldn't put the makes on you, Rex. <laughs> it's been a while, be, if, you, uh, if you get me. I wouldn't be lying if I didn't have razor blades on my sneakers. Oh. Oh, That's dear. That's how I cut, cut rugs. Oh, cut rugs right. Oh, my gosh. I feel, yes, of course. <laughs> of course. I cut rugs. You're one step ahead of me all, all the time, and I bet you would be on the dance floor, too. But, um, oh, yeah. This song is a, a Ray Charles, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. I've got um, a woman by Ray Charles. It's so kind of two connections to this song. Um, the first is my uh, cousin Janine, who kind of grew up as my sister. She grew up with our family. Her parents were, um, uh, it's kind of a sad story, beheaded in a um, 747 what? testing facility. What? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it was not great. But she grew up with me. I call her my sister, even though she's my cousin. And in her class in high school... Um, it's kind of a funny story. There was a, a vision impaired kid. Oh, I yeah. So that always just kind of makes me think of that time and Ray Charles and and all of all of that. So I guess when I heard the song, I was like, I better call him up and 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 see what he's thinking about whether we, there's a future for us potentially. Wow, that's a crazy story. Thanks for calling in. Well, and, but Linda? wait, there's an even crazier story. Okay. Um. When I was in junior high, our washer broke, yeah! and my mother called the uh, appliance repair person in town, whose name was, are you ready for it? What's his name? Charles Raymond, which oh, is kind of no. like Ray Charles, but backwards. Yeah, isn't that That's wild? Or, or crazy, crazy, I guess, as you would say. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, if well, you, you've got a woman in Burnaby, Rex, I if sure you're ever do. out this way. And her name is Linda. It sure is. Woo! Thank Thanks you. Thanks for calling in, Linda. We gotta go back to the phones here. Perhaps gotta go to another song here. Maybe you know this one from the comic strip. I know from the vinyl as a young child, 45, playing in my dad's dead dad's room in the basement. Love Charlie Brown by the coasters. We're also gonna go to the middle coast in Winnipeg. Speak to Hector. Hector, you out there in Winnipeg? Hey, Crazy Rex, it's Hector. How you doing? Hey, Hector, how you doing? It's Woo! good. Kind of a funny story. Um, this is by the Coasters, right? Charlie Brown? Sure is. Yeah, Hope my name. you got a coaster going on a the table there. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the coaster. <laughs> Don't forget the coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I always use the coaster. Hey, got a couple CDs. I got a great coasters. space coaster. Hey, <laughs> 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 anyway, it's kind of a funny story. My name is Hector. 
And this is Charlie Brown by The Coasters, if I'm not mistaken. You know what's kind of crazy, Rex, is uh, there's an E in Charlie Brown, right? There sure is. There's an E in Coasters, and there's an E in Hector. So just kind of a funny story that there's the letter E in all those different things, you know? Just kind of taking me back in my mind. It's it's kind of wild. (laughs) You know what else is even more crazy? What's that? There's an E in Rex. Oh! oh, yeah, no, I suppose there is, yeah. There sure is. Oh, hey, we got it. Crazy E-Rex. Easy E. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, thanks for calling in. Thanks. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's anyway, bye. Thanks for calling in. We're going to go to another song here by a man who moved to Canada. His name was Ronnie Hawkins. Fantastic. This is 40 days! We're also going to go to the phone lines here. Take the last call of the night. We're going to go to Quebec. And it's... Uh, is that Pierre in Quebec? In bon, Ramouski? yeah, hello, it's Pierre. Ramouski. Uh, Ramouski, yes, it's not. Um, I have a bit of a funny story. Um... It's 40 Day by Ronnie Zakiev. Yeah. And uh, it's been, um, I don't want to overshare, but it's been 40 days uh, since I, as um, you say, urine. Oh, since you had the bathroom? Yeah, it's 40 days uh, since I uh, urine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is I, that uh, okay? I haven't pee in 40 days, and it's because uh, kind of a funny story. Uh, a hawk, an auk, the bird. You know yes. the the auk, like Ronnie Akian. Um, uh, auk, um, uh, attack. Is that how you say attack my wazoo? Uh, what? You yeah, got attacked by a bird? Son. Yeah. No, no. An auk attacked uh, my wazoo. Oh. Um, yeah. So I have him pee wow. in forty day. Oh, it's kind um, of a funny story. The doctor uh, tried to sew him back together like that, but uh, he's still in pieces. Oh, so, uh, oh my goodness! I haven't just... been able to pee in 40 days because of an ox. So when I heard a uh, 40 oh. day by Ronnie Zakim, I was like, oh, 40 day plus ox, uh, kind of coenta um, uh, dink. What? Uh, not sure the word. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's very upsetting. I can, I'm very sorry for you. Yeah. Well, now I, news. I, uh, every man, I always uh, joke around with it. Every man have uh, one uh, um, penis. Uh, I have two. Because uh, the arc kind of bit it in half. So, uh, that's why I have not pee. Well, that's quite the story. Here I, uh, I've gone to another song by Chuck Willis called My Baby. And, uh,. uh I really hope that you can get yourself sorted quickly and easily, and it's not too painful for the future for you. Well, otherwise, I, I won't have a, a baby. Uh, but the doctor is hopeful. And, yeah, but it's the first time there's no precedent uh, for an ox uh, mounging uh, someone's wazoo. Well, anyway, calling Pierre. That's, uh, <laughs> have a good night. Saying. Have a great night, Pierre. Takes care. Thanks for calling in, everybody. I'm going to take a little break. Crazy Rex needs to take a break. Thanks for calling in all, all the stories about meeting celebrities from the 50s. This is Crazy Rex, <laughs> and he's out. <laughs> I like Crazy Rex. What was the name of the guy? Like, who's the DJ from the 70s with the satin jackets and the Wolfman Jack? Right. Wolfman Jack, yeah. Right, you've done Wolfman well, Jack. Crazy Rex yeah. is kind of in that lane. Yeah, he's definitely in the Wolfman Jack lane. Do those guys still exist? Like those type of radio guys? Yeah, I want to believe they do. Well, there's, I mean, the, uh, yeah, there's still guys out there that are old school vibes. Like, uh, there's a part, like the, who's the guy on Booms 97.3? He's always got, it sounds like there's a party going on. 
<laughs> I kind of love that. Yeah, for I sure. I noticed in the uh, like Sirius XM world, it like downtown Julie Brown is the host of like the '80s channel. Like they do kind of try to pair up people from the era. Like, I remember the guy on ninety-seven-three was talking randomly. Like, my boys were in the in the car and we're driving, and and he just starts talking about Albuquerque, and then and he's like uh, Albuquerque. That's where that that show Breaking Bad where he's the guy cooking meth <laughs> Dad what's meth? What's Albuquerque? <laughs> they knew but they just thought it was the funniest thing they'd ever heard was how he threw to the meth so hard <laughs> cooking meth <laughs> one of those <laughs> um, there was a guy that here that was definitely Wolfman Jat vibes there was a guy here named Don who is in Pictou County and he has the deepest voice I've ever heard and uh, he does that like let's take it way back now like I, the old school DJ guy I love hey, that uh, speaking of Don's Don Daner just passed away a couple days ago that's unfortunate <laughs> who's that the famous uh, morning radio CHFI Don Daynard. oh I didn't know if him if you grew up in Ontario or southern Ontario yeah you I think he did the odd TV hit as well, but rest See, in peace, Double D. Ontarians have these references like Today's Special and like TVO stuff and uh, yeah. Steve Pakin and people that are so known there, Yeah, um, but he's someone that I, I am not familiar with. <clears throat> well, I'm sure there's the equivalent of radio bods in the um, East. By the way, bud, the, uh, speaking of buds... The buds were on fire last night, and I saw um, yeah. I saw someone, one of the sports guys, say they pu- they pulled out a greasy playoff win in like a tight game, and that is something they haven't done in a while. Yeah, that's true. That that overtime win was uh, very refreshing because yeah. usually it goes the other way. So, yeah, here's uh, hoping that this team is is for real. I mean. In terms of talent and depth, you're not going to find a better roster ever in the history of the Leafs. Like, there's so many, not just uh, skilled players, but veteran players and guys that have been there in the playoffs before. So, um, let's just hope. We'll, we'll see. I mean, it's, everyone's uh, waiting with bated breath. <clears throat> I mean, you're going through the ringer with the Oilers, too, right? Ever that's uh, That's been a, a couple, like, the, the last game was tough to for you probably are you down to one now right yeah tough so, tough to lose but it's not yeah. tough in the moment because it's on till 1 30 in the morning here so i'm not yeah. even trying like yeah, the next true. day is just a greasatorium if i stay up that late so oh yeah you might can. watch a bit of the first period and then call it and then just find out on twitter next morning hey we yeah. lost our blue checks bud uh, yeah we lost our blue checks in the tire fire that is twitter right now what it's, a scene on the, over there it's not it, it's not a big deal obviously for no. each of our personal fulfillment but it does become dicey turf when all of a sudden if someone can pay eight bucks a month to say they are lebron james and start saying whatever they want no for sure well there's a lot of weird stuff going on in that regard like for one thing it's like the tide has turned to having a check mark to not having a check mark and then it's almost like having a check mark is like a a symbol for I'm not, you know I'm not going to say full on right wing nutcases but there's a lot of them and now they're to the point where there's like guys talking about the third reich with the blue check yeah, and then you know good. the holocaust museum doesn't have a check anymore so it's like okay what the hell's going on here it really has gotten out of control. And he's also gifting checks to people like Stephen King. Yeah, and I saw that. LeBron. Like, so that's another thing where there's actually legalities involved with that, where you, you can't uh, assume someone's... So there are people that probably think that, that they're paying for those check marks, right? The eight bucks. So there's, there's a lawsuit there if you really want to pick at it in terms of like what, what Elon thinks is a joke. You know, yeah, it's super just weird. Gift, gifting trolls what he thinks are trolls blue checks. It's just like that's madness. It really is. Uh, it's and that's pro- it's probably why I go to see what's going on because it's all 
it's unfolding just the the really decimation of the of the website because uh, ad revenue is down a huge amount and they've only got a, a little bit of revenue now from this eight dollar a month thing it's going backwards it's really falling the other way so it's uh pretty bizarre just because it's literally one guy making silly choices you know well as uh my friend emily andrus uh said who created a show called winona erp and that was a show that traveled all over the world and spoke to an audience that didn't see themselves on screen and she developed this rabid loyal following of people that are called erpers and erpers will still trend randomly like once a month because people are trying to revive the show when it wasn't renewed. Um, her point was the great thing about it initially is that people could kind of rise above the din because of their clever tweets or find an audience or they could kind of earn a blue check just by using the platform for what it was designed for. And creating now, content, really yeah. free content. So is, is his plan he's, he's just trying to make some money back? Is that why the dough? I don't know. It seems to be half like business oriented and half like uh, by spite. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, I get that you can buy things and buy your way around a lot of things if you're worth a couple hundred billion dollars. But I think he probably just doesn't like to hear brushback. And if people don't like him, it bothers him even more. But like, you can't treat business in that regard because it's just too. It's way too personal, you know? And, and you, can, you can just see it's, it really is bizarre. Um, the people that, that are behind him now that are supporting him are generally just like kind of like it's a big a war almost of like trolls. It's literally all, every single time it's like you'll see a celebrity saying, I don't care about my check mark, I don't want it. Then you see a flurry of blue tweets underneath saying, yeah, you don't, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, you're, you're just mad at Elon. It's like, come on, man. Such a weird rally and cry. Yeah. Um, okay, good chatting, bud. Yeah, good chatting. We'll, uh, we'll get back at her next week, buds. Have a great week, bud. <laughs>